don't care if you want to go to the Wild West, rob a bank and blow it sky high, or cruise through the underbelly of organized crime shooting out stoplights. Adventure is out there travel, knows Disney, and how to get you discounts, concierge-level le- <laughs> concierge service, and a vacation fit for a Hollywood Tinseltown star. Contact Adventures Out There Travel by emailing Becca. That's B-E-K-K-A at AdventureIsOutThereTravel.com. Kungaloosh, viva Gaia, and welcome to the 3 O'Clock Parade, your spectacular journey through the movies. And today's special edition of a salute to all closing rides, but mostly the great movie ride. This is uh, Professor Daniel Miller here in Orlando. As always, just down the road, the lovely Rhiannon. Hi. On the West Coast, the best coast, it's Skipper Dick Ritchie. I don't want it to go away. Somebody make a change. Neither do I. Yeah, I love it. And also on the West Coast, a special guest. Former cast member during the glory years of the Great Movie Riot, host of the WDW Tales podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Stone. Watch Woo! this, Lady Kid Mac, as he shoots the the red light. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> Hi, welcome. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. And yeah, it's funny. Richie, you were just saying about how can we not close it? I was actually thinking, like, who has the money? If we could just say, like, you're worth a billion and a half dollars. If we just, you know, shaved off 20 million, how long does that keep it open for? How could we, how could we get that person on board? How do we do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Super what is, seriously, what? Now, we'll just jump, before we jump into the details of the ride, that brings up a good point. What do you think was behind the f- actual closure of the ride here at the end and the switchover? Um, do you think it's part of, cause it's very, it's still very popular. Like if you go in, it's a tier one, um, lines are super long still. It's not like nobody goes on the great movie ride, but do you think it's because of the overall switch away from the studios? They just want to make it official and see, get rid of I don't battery? buy that because if they were doing that, then wouldn't they change the exterior to not be the Groundlands Chinese theater? Well, that's still Hollywood. They're still keeping it to Hollywood, but not to like. Said... The... Okay, whatever. Huh. Yeah, I, I think what? it's something. I I think it's something a little more devious than that, or underhanded Ooh. than that. Oh. So, uh, so, uh, and I'm sorry if I'm cutting over anyone. Uh, oh, that's okay. Out, but that's, okay, cool. That's what we do. <laughs> so the movie ride is is expensive on so many levels to run. Not just like, we'll not talk about the the cast for a minute, but none of those, hardly any of those movies are owned by Disney. So they're paying some, they have to be paying some licensing off of that, but then also to run it. So there are five, there are five sets, two vehicles a piece. So that and for the, on most days until they got greedy and they got rid of the bandit show for some of them, which I was still there for. Um, so that's, those are cast members there. Then there's rotation. So you're loading, you're in pre-show, you're a greeter, You've got four gangsters upstairs. You've got four bandits upstairs, and that's just the first shift. So that's just the morning shift, and then you've got the changeover. So you're we're talking like sixty people a day, every day, and so that's incredibly. I mean, if you think of like what other attractions have something like that besides Kilimanjaro, 
nothing, right? So yeah, I, I it's think just it's that and a uh, jungle cruise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's what a lot of us think. Uh, a lot of us think that it's just it's incredibly expensive to run, and bottom line is bottom line. So I mean, I think there are some other things change over the theming of the of the Star Wars land uh, or Star Wars Studios land uh, is what we're calling <laughs> it. Uh, but I, we also think a lot of it, uh, former cast members and some within the ride still are like, it's really expensive to run. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I thought like licensing right off the bat. I know when, uh, when they talked about Tower of Terror changing over to Guardians, one of the things they talked about was the licensing fees to CBS and how they didn't like paying for them. And then when they mentioned this, that was the first thing I thought of was like, ooh, that entire ride is pretty much licensed. It's gotta be, it's gotta be that, but yeah, because it's such a different era now than it was in 1980, whatever. You know when they started started looking into it, even where they didn't own half the properties they own now, um, so they just assumed they probably had to. I mean, unless it was just going to be the Disney movie ride, they would have had to <laughs> uh, to do that. So times have quite uh, changed. I can see that. Well, and that's what it's turned into is essentially the Disney movie ride. It's just going to be Mickey. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, so Justin, what, just let's get a little background on your, your time there. When are we talking? Uh, and, uh, how long were you there? So for the, so I spent a lot of time at Disney. I think my second job ever, uh, was with, within the parks. My first being at universal, like scooping ice cream at Schwab's when I was like 15, 16. But, uh, I was at the movie ride from about 97 to 02. Nice. So a good amount of time. And in 02, I kind of just, I, I kind of uh, had my fill of the company and I was ready to, I was ready to move on to greener pastures. Was there a final straw? Uh, there was a final girl. Oh, that's a kind of straw. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we picked up and moved away from Orlando and, uh, yeah, so, it, but it was, I mean, just, I mean, if you guys see anything I do on Twitter, you see I'm just a, a huge fan. My sister actually opened the ride on the college program in 89 when she was in college. And so I still remember, like, being a kid and, like, running as the gates opened to go straight to the movie ride and then, like, requesting my sister's show. It was like, it's insane. <laughs> it's so nerdy, but wait, it's so lovable. Wait, you request the show? Yeah, for sure. <sighs> for sure. That's cool. If you're willing to wait. Too little too late now. No, no, you can still go. You have a few more days. Yep. Yeah, make, right. You have a yeah. few more days to make friends with somebody and then go request Some of us show. are regional, not local. Yeah, regional. She's just a regional. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I'd say um, so from 97 to 02, but I also, so during that time, so I would say I was house there and I did most of my shifts there. But in the meantime, and as you may know, you can do a lot of different things at Disney when you're in the, you know, in the, the family. So I was something called a, a production coordinator at the studios and we can, I'm happy to talk about that another day. But then also I did um, some uh, entertainment at the river country Typhoon Lagoon. And then I of course opened tapestry nations as a drummer during that time. Whoa. So I would do um, movie ride in the morning and tap at night. Man, busy. Yeah. Yes. I've Super also busy. offered entertainment at river country. And I think that's might be why they closed it. <laughs> sir, sir, this sir, is a family park. We're gonna need to close this park now. What did you just do? Yeah. Everybody so just out. A swimsuit. Yeah. Wow. 
It's not just re- it is, uh, uh, recommended. Uh, <laughs> now, I'm curious. When you said – something's bugging me. You said you said it because I'm curious. What did you mean the Bandit show, that they cut the Bandit show? What, what are we referring to? So as I mentioned before, so there used to be uh, 10 vehicles. So there would be an A vehicle and a B vehicle, and it would be a stage number, stage three, stage four, whatever. So getting on in my years at the park, uh, I, it was probably 2000, 2001. You used to have to, if you couldn't get enough people to fill both vehicles, fill a full set, then essentially what would happen is one of the vehicles would get full filled and the other one would go around. So you'd still send the whole set around. Yeah. Uh, but one of the tour guides would just take an empty vehicle. And if you were a character, then they would say bandit dead show, gangster dead show. That means you didn't have to go out and start the show. They would say it on the mic. So what happened later on when I when I was, yeah, I'd say 2000, maybe 2001, is that they figured out a way to basically send just a B show, just that second vehicle without the A. So you so at the end of the night, when there were less less guests in the park, they could send a few tour guides home because they didn't need them to cycle the vehicles around. Mm. Yeah, I see. I see. I thought well, so it wasn't an entire show just ended, stopped being done. You meant I said, OK, I'm figuring it out. Sorry, now. can you yeah. repeat that? I, I finally figured <laughs> out what's wrong with my system and it's not Skype's fault. Shockingly, it's mine. User error. So, uh, so Sorry. just to yeah, summarize, yeah, summarize. So, two scenes, so three stages. You could basically send, yep, you could essentially send a gangster show without sending a bandit show. Mm-hmm. And so that so was. They started uh, doing only that. Yeah, and so it was never the Bastards. other way around. You, you could never okay. pull a B. Yeah, so okay. as a gangster, we always had more more shows. Okay, I got Sorry. you. Which was more okay. fun to do? Like, which which did you want to do, the gangster or the bandit? Well, the Bandit show was four minutes long, and the Gangster show was eight minutes long. So mm. you always preferred Bandit. Uh, but I would say I did most of my time up in Gangster. I mean, also, before, right before I left, they didn't have female gangsters. Right. So it used to just be males, and then uh, then it, that was changed. And, um, it, I mean, it's still fun. It doesn't matter who it was, but it was a little bit – it was a little different for a, a long time. Uh, with the fellows upstairs versus the the bandits, but I, I enjoyed them both. I, the thing I I hated the most, and I just I wretched, and I did everything I to get out of it, to beg, borrow, steal, uh, blackmail, anything I could do, is not to work uh, in the pre-show or the greeter. I hated it. I hated it so yeah. much. Why? I, I I don't know. It's just I you know you uh, when you're when you're up in characters or you're doing a tour guide, you're kind of on. You know, you're yeah. kind of it's it's a little bit more fun. And I had uh, friends who did nothing but greeter. They would come into work and just go straight to greeter and be there all day. I I would I once did 22 tour guide shows in a row because I didn't want to I didn't want to go to greeter. I was like, just bump yeah. around me, just go to go to break. So um, I would probably say out of everything, characters, bandit and gangster were my absolute favorite. I'd probably lean a little bit towards gangster because I love the show scene. I love the blocking. Um, it, it was just a it was you had a little bit more fun with the, the accent guess it's cool you know it's funny in the script so when you got the script it said specifically do not do an accent what <laughs> it said the script is written in the points where you should have an accent so like words like hurt it was written as hoit h-o-i-t so don't yeah. know what move and you won't get hoit and i was like everybody was like f that that's so lame. <laughs> so everybody put their own spin on it. We used to do this, like every year, twice a year, we do this um, award ceremony in Finale Theater called the GM Oscars. 
and you would get on stage and do sketches about the ride and give away awards. And so there was like the best come to Papa award. So in Anubis, they'd be like, <laughs> look, you know, look at that chunk guys come to Papa. And so everyone had their own spin on it. And so you would vote on who the best one was, was or the oh, best yeehaw, oh, I like that. Yeah, all that stuff. So that's what was, I think that's what, if I could kind of go on a diatribe for a minute, I think that's what's so rough for the movie ride closing. Like the ride is certainly tired, but it's a great ride. Uh, until the script change in 03, which is a monstrosity. It's abhorrent. And then the TCM stuff. But everybody who worked there knew, like, these backstage things, these award ceremonies or these shows or how to, you know, we used to have loading competitions, which sounds so lame, but when you're there for eight hours doing the same thing, like, so there's these things. These, a lot of these, traditions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Intricate things that people don't understand. Even now, my, my wife's like, I don't get why you're so bombed over the movie ride closing. And I'm like, and we met at Earthquake at Universal. And I was like, you kind of, you know, you kind of know, but you don't because it's just, it's, it's an icon. And to be a part of it was, and still is, it's a, it's a honor. It's a pleasure and an honor. And, and the inside jokes that I have and the people, the relationships that I formed are, they're unmatched. They're literally unmatched. And, and so I think that's what, what makes it so tough. And that's why I think you see a lot of conversation about it. Now there's something, I heard something about um, somebody was complaining that they're not allowing people to take pictures of these handprints. Like, is that a thing? Is that going forever? Like the people that leave the great movie ride, leave their handprints or something? Yeah, absolutely. So if you look on my, uh, my Twitter handle and you go farther back, maybe a couple weeks at WDW tales, you'll see that I have a picture of, uh, we had something called actors corridor. So, um, so basically when you, uh, started the ride and there was that, um, Hollywood and Vine sign as, uh, as the A vehicle was leaving, there was a door right there and you, a backstage door and you went in that door. If you went straight, you went straight to the break room. If you went to the left, there was an area where we cleaned our guns and things like that. But then you walk down this long hallway and we call it actor's corridor and in actor's corridor, everybody who checks out, checks out just means you've completed your training, gets to put their hand in paint and put their hand on the wall. And it was, uh, it's a long time tradition. So now there are thousands and thousands of handprints, maybe 8,000 handprints. Um, but everybody goes and they put a little thing, like when they checked out, when you get gangster trained, bandit trained, you would write the, the, the dates there. Um, Tom Hanks has one. So when he was there, we asked him to do a handprint and he came and did a handprint um, nice. for the 20th uh -huh. anniversary. So this started, I think probably it's probably started about 1995. So at the 20th anniversary in 2009, we rented out the ride. And after the desserts and everything like that, management was cool enough to let all the people who opened before that time who were at the, the ceremony or at the event to go and do their handprints as well. So my sister got to do it. Her husband got to do it. My nephews who were there, they got to put their little handprints up there. Aww. So so it was a, it's a cool little thing. So to the thought about them knocking down walls, and letting these go away is uh, is is really sad. There's a, there's an amazing actress. Her name is Carol Crumrine. She was in Edward Scissorhands. She was one of the the women who got her hair cut by Edward Scissorhands. But she worked at the ride, and she was this amazing creature. She was just a presence. Everything about her was just amazing. And she passed away in 2007. And the thought of like her handprint just getting lost, getting thrown in a dumpster, it it kills all of us. So. There's a lot of talk about people trying to get as many handprints as they can, at least pictures yeah. of them. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess I guess management's cracking down. I mean, I guess there are a lot of new cameras in the ride that so people can't go in and, and grab things. So they're really cracking down. 
but from here, what we hear internally, and this isn't confirmed, but what we hear is that that hallway is staying. So they're, they're, because it's so close to where the characters come in and out from Pixar, Pixar Place or Pixar, whatever. Yeah. Pick, mm-hmm. I still think it was Mickey Avenue because I'm old school. I still call it MGM uh, because that's when it was good. Um, the, <laughs> uh, that area is where they still go through because upstairs in the movie ride um, is the character uh, break room. So like mm. Belle will go up there. The Beast will go up there. Um, that's like where fur characters have their big break room. So they still have to get up and down that way. So that's what I've heard is that the handprint hallway is not going away but i don't know for sure i hope i hope to god it doesn't because that is like that's the history that is the great movie ride that long corridor yeah that's it's interesting sounds like it it's interesting hearing you talk about that like when i did the interview with chase a few months ago like he was talking about similar feelings because he did the mickey mouse club down at the other end and all that stuff's going away and he's like this is terrible like <laughs> it's like part of your you know your 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 childhood going away as they get as they get rid of this and obviously the people who have worked at the ride have similar feelings uh for this yeah it's a bummer I mean, it really is it, and i think this is the last original attraction i worked at that it was there so now everything else is gone or redone or whatever so it's it's a little bit more yeah it's just it it's just a little sad all right uh Rhiannon, do you have a favorite scene from the great movie ride? Um, I like the whole Indiana Jones part, but mostly the scenery, not yeah. so much just the whole like acting bit. I don't know. I like snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Why did it have to be snakes? I'm not Love- sick of those motherfucking snakes. <laughs> Skipper Richie, you have a favorite? Um, you know, just being a huge like movie buff, I really just I love the whole thing from start to finish. I'm always excited about the uh the montage at the end because I like to see if they've added anything new to it and mm-hmm. I was actually kind of bummed out with the TCM version of it, to be honest with you. Um probably the Casablanca part, just because I'm a huge fan of that movie. Oh, that's a good part. Yeah. That's a good one. I, for some reason, one of my favorite things, I always like when you go to the Wizard of Oz, not the whole scene. I like when you pass the house that has the feet sticking out from under it because it just feels kind of like something that you are, is hard to hard to notice. So I always felt really happy when I when I did notice it. So that was cool. Yeah. So, uh, what about you, Justin? Favorite scene? Yeah, that's a good question. I was thinking about it as you're going around the, the committee here. Um, <laughs> I... I I, I would probably look at it a couple different ways. So, so favorite scene to to be in, to participate in, was it'd probably be Gangster and Gangster Alley. Um, I don't know if you guys ever noticed the block lights. The block lights are in the bottom left hand corner, where they're red or green, and they basically tell you to shift. That means a vehicle has cleared the next show scene, and you can go. So, if you were doing a gangster show and the block light was still red, that and it was red for a while. start to improvise and that allowed all the other gangsters to come out we'd screw around and we'd mess with the guests and we'd hit on girls and we'd shoot <laughs> the cat you know we would what? we would you know we'd bring the tour guide back out and we'd mess with the tour guide like we would we'd have this time just to kind of screw around and really kind of be quote-unquote actors much to probably the sh- the detriment of the quality of what we're supposed to be doing but um i think that was my favorite to to be a part of i would say as the rest of the ride like 
I love, I mean, it's like my children's, you know, like you yeah. can't say one versus <laughs> the other one, but, but I, I always love Gene, Gene Kelly. I love the tower of flesh, uh, Busby Berkeley. Um, <laughs> but I love tower of flesh. Yeah. That's what we used to call hmm. it, the tower of flesh. So as a tour guide, what I loved was finale because you could sleep. So you could, you got so good. You got, here's the thing. You got so good at sleeping around the ride because there's fire going off and bullets and loud explosions and you know, crying babies and whatever, but you, you found places where you could kind of tuck away and sleep. And so in the morning you'd have to cycle the vehicles, you everyone get in their vehicles and you'd go through. Um, but even in a live show, when you had guests, the way you sat in the vehicle, you could close your eyes. So you knew that when the, there's a, a scene from the bridge of river Kwai where the, where there's a huge explosion. And that basically is your, that's your note to say the, the, the finale is about to end in about two seconds, which means you have to get ready. You've got to turn your vehicle on, so to speak, and then put it in gear and go and slow anything, whatever. So if you were the A vehicle and you said your line, then you sat down and you waited for the B vehicle to come in. That was an extra 30 seconds. You could close your eyes and sleep. It was a two-minute like two catnap. One time, one time I fall asleep too, and the B vehicle has to come over and, and like, hey, dude, wake up. Uh, uh, sorry. And I almost wanted to be like, hold on a second. Amen. Okay, now I'm ready to go. You know, like I was praying, <laughs> but uh, so I always love that in in finale because you could just catch a quick cat nap. And if you're doing like a 12 hour day or a 14 hour day, which isn't Jeez. out of the realm of possibility, if you're working overtime, I mean, Jeez. I think I worked a 22 hour shift on New Year's once, and oh, wow. I ran ran a bunch of different. I was tour guide, and then I was a bandit, and then I was gangster, and I was tour guide, whatever. But I think so. I think that that's my favorite part. And the other thing about finale, which is weird is you guys know Patrick J. Ryan's bar, right? Like when you first come into the underworld and they see the guys fighting over the bar. Yeah, yeah. Stop me if you heard this one. <laughs> but anyway, so you come in and there's that bar right there before you hit James Cagney. Um, right next to that, there's a gate and that there's a door that takes you right to Finale. So, so Finale is basically up against where Gangster Alley is. So you could cut right through there. Um, so a lot of times in the morning you would go through if you were cycling vehicles and you had to be sometimes I was as mugsy I was a gangster and I had to cycle vehicles I would just run back through there instead of going on to dock and let everybody see all the guests see the gangster and then the other thing in finale is there's a lot of these weird like cubby holes behind the the, the screen there's a ladder and it takes you up to this huge alcove it's like this big cubby hole that's like 10 feet by 12 feet uh, and we used to go up there and and screw around too. <laughs> so there's all these places to, to screw around. <laughs> Good to know. So I don't know if that answered your question, but but there are a lot of different Definitely. pieces that I love for the ride. Um, one of the questions I I think asking Skip when Skip when you brought up the TCM version when it came up was I think what I, I agree it wasn't a great change, but I remember at the time thinking. What's so great about this is this means the great movie ride is totally sticking around for a long yeah. time. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yep. I was like, yes. So I'm, I'm like, I'm willing to put up with it. It means that there's some fresh money coming into it. Some they're gonna do a little refurb, make a new make a new finale, and boy, this is really gonna stick around forever now. It was what yes. a year ago. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing with Star Starland Star Wars Land. I was like, there's no way that they can rip all this stuff up and get rid of the movie ride. But man, what a taint punch. I Oof, just couldn't yeah. believe that what happened. We were all we all cut a few people kind of knew. I guess I guess there was some demolition guys who 
someone at the ride knew and they were bidding against University of Energy and and uh, the movie ride. This was like back in February or April. So somebody already knew about it like way back then and they couldn't say anything. So, yeah, yeah, it's a drag. Um, I don't know. No, it's all right. A moment in <laughs> silence. That's fine for me. Moment yeah. of silence. Awkward yeah. silence. We do a lot of I that. Definitely, yeah. uh, definitely, uh, yeah. I definitely. Definitely. I know I went to the to the park back in like 89, and I've always been super scared. Even though my, I love the, 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 when they say, this is alien. <laughs> you are with, so I, I, I'm really scared of that scene, though. I, I've never seen the front of the alien. I've only seen the back because I keep my eyes closed until it goes through. But um, yeah. that's like my favorite. There, there's a lot of lines that are great, too, or that guy, the original voice that would talk when you would go into the scenes. I was yeah, like, the Stromo and all that for yeah. sure. You know, that alien really quickly. So the alien, the one that comes down, uh, that alien was notorious for losing body parts all the time. Oh, man. So there was, it, wow. it never happened to me, but there, there Free was. Free souvenirs. Uh, exactly. So the, one of my friends, she was a tour guide and she got off the show. They came back into, in, onto dock, you know, at the end of the, the exit of the ride. And some guest is like, I think this is yours. And it was the alien's hand. <laughs> so like, the <laughs> alien's hand. That's an honest guest. Yeah, no kidding. For sure. <laughs> but it was I famous for. so fast. That's right. I just, I'd have that like, hanging over the, my sofa just away. All the other stuff. So it was like the leper. Like we totally were like every every time that that alien would not work, we knew it's because it was missing body parts. So you'd be like, uh, you know, look out. Or, I can't remember the lines. I have to remember them. But and then the alien wouldn't come down. The lights wouldn't turn on because it was it was missing body parts. Then you'd have to freak <laughs> it and just be like, oh, I thought I felt something on my back, something on my shoulder. Um, the same as with the, That's, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> sorry. No, nope, I, sorry. Good. Yeah. Guys just cut me off. Cause I've got stories on stories. Um, no, so, great jokes, the, bad jokes. so there is, I, I don't know if I should say yeah, it's fine. Whatever. They're, they're, they're axing the place. Um, so there's a couple of things, uh, the ride in terms of, um, standard operating procedure that if it doesn't work, the ride goes one-on-one or the ride shuts down. And, uh, one of them is the witch. So if the witch doesn't pop up, you're supposed to shut down the ride, which uh, the only time ever for me they did that is she shot out um, hydraulic fluid out of her neck. Oh, wow. uh, big deal. And she, hit, she hit like the first six or seven rows, which was also a pretty common thing. Um, but for the other thing was the gangster car. So, you know, the gangster car, that that nice com- car that comes out, it's got yeah. you know, the license plate is the mm-hmm. so license plate is the St. Valentine's Day massacre day, all that stuff. Um, there are times where it wouldn't come out, and if it didn't come out, you're supposed to shut down the ride. Never did they shut down the ride. So if you can imagine coming out as Muggsy, not having a gangster car, and trying to do that show, and just being like, where are they shooting from? Are they are they in the windows? Are they <laughs> squid? Yeah, squid beans, help me out. Tell me, you know, and the tour guide's like, oh, you must hate your life right now. Uh, <laughs> it's so awkward. And, so, and you get on the vehicle, and you'd be like, hey, kid, who's shooting at me? The kid's like, shut up, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's so like, not that people would expect it to come out. Maybe they do because they've written it before. But that, that is the hardest gig is when you don't have the support pieces that you need to do the show properly. And you're just like, wow, that was close. Uh, I, I don't know who was shooting at me, but good thing we got out of here. You know, oh, hey, what's this? And as you go into, as you go into Bandit and go into Western. But 
that was uh, that was like a running joke for years of an inside joke about the gangster car or the gangster car would be stuck out and you'd see the actors in there like the anim- animatronics acting in there and you'd be like all of a sudden oh my god I didn't even see the dudes in there <laughs> <laughs> where did those guys come from yeah oh my gosh those I thought those dudes were just sleeping oh my goodness we, we better <laughs> we better start that firefight right now well, when you say like uh, if uh, when you sh- uh, the witch comes d- doesn't come out and you're supposed to stop the ride. Does that mean? Oh, yeah. like, do you mean it would just make the cars move through and leave, or would it literally? Like, what does no. it mean? No, no. So you because you always had vehicles in front of you. So there are five sets running on a busy day. Five sets or ten vehicles are running. Uh, you always have a vehicle in front of you. So if I pulled into uh, Oz on the A vehicle where you do the you know be gone bullshit they that uh that meant that there would be um two vehicles in finale watching the finale show so my block light would be red that that little you know Mm -hmm. icon to tell me so and you wouldn't know you wouldn't know until it started to pop up and because the audio is attached to the witch not in the room sometimes you wouldn't get audio so you would just get the audio the the room audio would duck down all the munchkins would cower in fear and then you'd have 45 seconds of dead time, you know, and you'd be like, so, uh, anyone from New Ooh. Jersey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who likes yeah. ice cream? I do. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's so, true. and then you'd say, then people are like, wasn't there supposed to be a witch? And you're like, yeah, do you want to ride again? Well, once it's, once it's fixed and they're like, well, how long is this ride? And I'm like, it's 22 minutes. And they're like, nah, that's okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> you know, we'll go to tower. We'll ride that twice. Yeah, we're good. Even though you guys ruined my whole vacation. I know. You know one thing I've always been curious about? What? So you're the uh, the driver, let's just say. What do you call that? The the host or what what the fir- the person that starts in your the car. Tour guide. Tour the tour guide. guide. You're the tour guide. And you go into either the bandit scene or the gangster scene and you get hijacked or whatever and you go into the door. What's it? What's the, what's the time like in between there and when you come back out in the Indiana Jones scene? Like, what do you do up there, and how long is it? Yeah, so great question. Um, there's some things I probably shouldn't talk about, but this isn't one of them. Talk about them. So, talk. Yeah. What are the things you're not supposed so, to talk about? So it depends. So if you are the gangster, so if you get hijacked in the B vehicle and you're the gangster, you've got about eight minutes. So. Uh, up where Muggsy sticks his head on and says, shut up, you two, you want to blow a cover? The, there's, um, that's where all the, the gangsters sit. That's kind of our area. Um, and when I say area, it's literally a hallway. And I'll, I'll post pictures of it later. Um, so stay tuned on WDW Tales. Uh, the, so the tour guide will come up, and if you're friends, then you hang out, talk a little bit. Um, then you walk over. You basically cross over. Uh, Indiana Jones right before you go into the Anubis scene that's a, a bridge that's a hallway and then they go down there and then they put the Anubis robe on so it's about eight minutes it's enough time to kind of shoot the shit and then yeah. for for bandit you go you run through the doors and then you have to get out of the way quickly because the bandit would then throw the dynamite in the door and that's a pretty heavy like piece of dynamite and uh <laughs> so that's only about four minutes so you don't have a whole lot of time you can grab a, a quick drink of water and then there's a ton of stairs that you have to climb both of the bandit or both the gangster scene and the western scene you've got to get up a ton of stairs and then get over to anubis as soon as possible but the thing about anubis is like if you're not paying attention and this would happen a lot is uh if it's a really busy day like if it's like christmas or if it's summer 
five sets and it's like an hour wait and we're just packing people on the ride like sardines you may not pay attention to the you just may not be paying attention you do so many shows a day you are you're the anubis god you're the tour guide but you put on the anubis road and then you go out there you may accidentally get the wrong show yes so you may may be the gang the gangster hijack show but you go out there too fast and you get the bandit and because the the gangster hijack person is just hanging out with the gangsters and then you're like oh shit (laughs) and then so so you there was always like this quick change so the smoke would happen and the door would turn and all that stuff and you'd basically throw your robe back there but a lot of times You'd run out there and be like, I've got your show, I've got your show. Like, and you'd grab the person, you'd throw them out on stage, and they'd be like, ta-da. That just Remember me? To show you. Yeah. No. Yeah. But, there are, but there's also been times where, so. And how would you know? Like, do you recognize somebody in the car or not recognize somebody in the car? Like, it would seem like just, they would all look the same. You know, you just get, you would hear the audio. So you'd have your head would be, the robe would, would basically block your view, but you'd, all of a sudden you'd hear the gangster, and you'd be like, oh, my God, I, I, was I, was that the show? Oh, right. Wait, was I the B? Oh, damn it. Fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And then then you would like switch people up. But there was one time somebody got hit by the bank doors. They got hit in the nose. Oh, wow. And and so we we quickly had to call down to the office, which is a pretty far. It's a pretty far jaunt to get there. And we're like, hey, listen, this guy cannot finish the show. So the person in charge of the day like ran up and took over the show. And they were like, ta-da. That just goes to show you, you can get any tour guide at any show here at the Great Movie. <laughs> That's awesome. Because <laughs> people were just like, "What? I don't, just... I don't know you. I don't, I don't know this guy. I don't understand what just so. happened." That's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I would think, because by the time you know years go by, I would the majority of the people in there have been on it before, and you're like, "I know what's supposed to happen. It's not that." Yeah, I would think so. But every once in a while, you get people who are just well, like, "This was the best show ever," and I was like, "Is this your first time riding?" And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, that'll change. I'm like, right, right. <laughs> like, what have you been doing times. with your life? <laughs> I know. I know. So, uh, what are, yeah, what are you, how, how have you not been up Yeah, it's, it's the crazy movie, right? I mean, it's the reason the studios were built, right? Yeah. Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, absolutely. My dad is a big fan. My mom's a big fan. You know, it was always the best. That was always the best. It really is the best thing. And, I think that's good. They're replacing with what they're replacing with because the one thing about Great Movie Ride is even when they added Rock and Roller Coaster and uh, Tower of Terror, a good chunk of everybody's family won't ride those. Like, just won't. Mm -hmm. So it's the one thing that everybody will ride. So it's good they're keeping that part of it because, yeah, a lot of people's favorite rides are Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. But I know when my family goes, extended family, like literally half of us stay behind for those. Yeah, that you're totally right. Um, because there was, I mean, what was the other stuff to do? There was, there's Muppets. There was, it used to be the Monster Sound Show, and oh, Superstar, and Doug. And do you guys remember Sound Stations? I don't know if anyone remembers that. I believe I do. Where's the? So it essentially is like at the exit of the Monster Sound Show where they had these booths where you oh, could go yeah, in, yeah, and yeah. you put the headphones on. Yeah, that was like that was like my favorite thing at the studios. Oh, absolutely. They have something like that at. Uh, Animal Kingdom right now at the uh, they have them for the sounds of the rainforest. Yeah, back in the, uh, those have been there forever at Rafiki's. Yeah, Rafiki's. Oh yeah, forever. that's right. I thought you were talking about guess that merchandise because that's all <laughs> they do now. So. <laughs> well, good. Uh, let's see. Any anything else of note from your time at the Great Movie Ride? 
Uh, I mean, there's there's so many things I could I could literally go on for hours, but I will not do that. But I I think um, you know I I think the great things too were the things that you as a guest never got to experience, um, which sounds really shitty. <laughs> like yeah. let let me let me bring inside. But so there used to be so we used to do fantasy or sorcery in the sky fireworks. And sorcery, because of where the fireworks went off, they used to close the ride. So the ride would be closed for half an hour, 45 minutes, while the show was going on. So while that was going on, or they, or people would rent out the ride for events and things like that. And uh, while that was going on, you just had a ton of downtime. So there, if that late of the night, you would take a set off. So you would have four sets or eight vehicles on the track. And in that area where the fifth set was supposed to be, it was called the bubble. So the bubble means the ride thinks that there's an that a vehicle still there to keep everything moving in sync, but there physically isn't one. So in Gangster, we'd get the bubble, which means all of Gangster Alley was was totally open. So we didn't have a car there, and we could do whatever you wanted. We used to play stickball. We used to make huh. gobs gobs of tape and take um, like broom handles and cut broom handles and play home run derby. And so there's a, a place, as you just come into Gangster Alley, if you look straight up, there's like these fake elevated train tracks. And up there, there's like a little area, there's an alcove where you can walk out and you can look down on the vehicles. And so if you were dating somebody, like you, they knew you were there and they'd look up at you when they were a tour guide and whatever. Aww, uh, googly or, eyes. Yeah. That sounds like something Rihanna would love. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep, right up around college program, ladies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyways, mm-hmm. so so we'd be so we'd hit home run derby and we try and like hit tape balls into into that little alcove. But they ended up like in light fixtures. They were like, I'm sure this is 20 years ago, and I'm sure that they're 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 still there. Um, there's also this is insane, and I, we have to find it. I was telling some friends who still work there. So as I was saying, in Gangster Alley, where the gangsters sit, where Muggsy sits, off backstage, there's like these they're essentially um, movie theater seats and you sit there and um, in the hallway. And so we've got things all over. There's like, you can, I think I have some on my, on my Twitter feed, um, but everyone like writes graffiti, they write their name and there's, there are kind of inside jokes in there, but there used to be um, a green bra and thong on a, on a nice. hanger. <laughs> that was, it was, it was there. Hmm. I started in 97 and it was there before I got there. And one day it disappeared and I guess it fell in between the wall that you sit against and the show scene wall. So like the brick where squid and beans are. And cause it's tough that like, there's all these nooks and crannies you can't get to in the ride. And so I'm wondering if it's still there. I'm not some weird, you know, fetish dude, but yeah, I'm, you are, but it's okay. Are, you guys remember the, the, the thong and broad. Like, yeah, that's exactly, just so you know, that's exactly what a guy with a weird fetish would would say. Yeah, right. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you know this about me, but, but, uh, the, <laughs> So, but there were things like that. There was a fruitcake that somebody hid in the ceiling of the ride that was there for like 25 years. And I guess sometime during the rehab, it was taken out because allegedly uh, tour guides said they were getting sick from the smell, but uh, I don't buy it. I, th- I think somebody was just being a dick. I don't know. But the, so, I mean, there are things like that, that there's just these hidden, they're gems, you know, they're just kind yeah. of funny little goofy things. We once had, um, sea monkeys we had pet sea monkeys up a gangster for a while <laughs> as one they does. were actually they were actually triops they weren't quite sea monkeys we couldn't afford the sea monkey five cents right. so somebody had a you know coupon and so we uh, so everyone's job was 
um, to make sure that the triops were taken care of for the night. So we'd have to change the water and all. It was like a thing. It was just just what we did. Hmm. I mean, so right. they're I'm I mean, now going on Amazon so to order sea monkeys. Nice. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe that's what we can do. You know when um when some of the, like the TV shows are threatened to go away and then all their fans send like pencils or peanuts Ooh. or whatever. Maybe we can send a ton of sea monkeys <laughs> to Bob Iger. Guys, ten dollars thirty six cents Amazon Prime. It's happening yeah. right now. If everybody sends, yeah. Bye now. Oh, uh, that's done. amazing. And then you can take like a just take a Grauman's Chinese theater backdrop for the bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh no, it's happening. That's legit, <laughs> Rhiannon. Rhiannon, you're my new best friend. I'm loving this. Yay. You are a friend of the movie ride for sure. So sweet. Definitely. She's yeah. an honorary. There should be a name for uh, former great movie ride employees. Yeah, I, I don't know. We're just movie riders. I think that's what we call ourselves. We, we, call, we, we call the ride the ride, and we call ourselves movie riders family. Well, yes. I, I learned something this week as everybody's kind of posting stuff about the great movie right now that it, when they originally announced the park, it was going to be called what the heck was it? Um, great moments in the movies. Great moments in the movies presented by Sears. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know about the Sears thing. That was yeah, new that was, to me. Yeah. Because I, I worked at my first attractions job ever was at uh, Journey and Imagination and Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. And so the story that you'd always hear when you were in training or you trained anybody was like, oh, the great movie ride was supposed to go where the bathrooms are or in between the land. And it, but it wasn't done because we, uh, what's his name? Uh, Eisner wanted to build a park around the series, yeah. which I think was great. Uh, but yeah, it was great moments in the movies, but I didn't know about the Sears thing. That would be so weird. It just doesn't feel right. Like brought to you by Coca-Cola. Okay. Brought to you by American Express. Okay. Brought to you by TCM. Uh, contextual relevance, I guess. Yeah. But Sears is just like, I don't know, things would break down all the time. <laughs> or just go out of business. Then we'd be right <laughs> yeah. back where we are now. Yeah. I mean, we did wear polyester costumes. So, I mean, right back where that makes sense. JCPenney, maybe. <laughs> Halo? Yeah, so I found that one. What's yeah. up? Oh. Never. Just trying to be relevant. Eh. You're super relevant to me. Aww, and your sea monkeys. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I, I would have I would have definitely not wanted to bring uh, Justin in if he was just going to be pumping up Rhiannon's ego the whole time. Oh, <laughs> I would have brought him in sooner. <laughs> your voice is just so spiel-worthy. It's just so uh, movie ride. It's so oh, all of you I guys. Do. All of you I guys, seriously. You, you guys could tear it up there. I would have yeah. loved to work the movie ride. I always wanted Me to work too. Jungle Cruise, the movie ride, or Haunted yeah. Mansion. It was one of those things yeah. that's one of those, like, as you're riding it as a kid, you're like, I want to do this. Then you realize that, like, probably not the world's greatest career move to, like, do that your whole life. But, uh, eh, uh, eh, whatever. It's hard to kind of do it. As you get college program or, or kind of sneak in for a little bit, it's hard to do that. Like, you have to do it when you're young. Yeah. Can't just, no, like, it's funny you mention that. Be the great movie do- ride and Oh, go ahead, man. No, I'm just saying you have to do it when you're young. You you can't decide. Oh, now I'm you know 35 years old. I'm gonna go just just I'm just gonna go to the great movie ride for a few few months. Yeah, no, we had a couple of guys who were retired, 
like one guy was an old Miami, he's a retired cop, in Miami, and he was like, "This is the easiest gig in the world." Like we used to bitch, like oh, I can't work a ten-hour day, or I want to have Saturday off. And he's <laughs> like, "I'll do." He's like, "I'll do whatever, guys. This is totally fine." Well, um, but what I was gonna say though is, like, the cool thing about attractions is that you could do tours of other attractions. Like, um, it's funny now that I think about it in retrospect. But so we did a tour of the haunted mansion. The great movie ride team did. And so we went through and we learned all about the Haunted Mansion and we got to see all the backstage stuff. And that place is like duct taped together. Uh, but this is before the, they did that weird eye room, you know, MC Escher thing. But um, I remember going through and being like, this is the coolest. Like, I, I have to work at this ride. And then we did mm-hmm. on the flip side, we took the Haunted Mansion cast to the movie ride and we let them walk the track. And I was like, yeah. This is about to be Berkeley. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like <laughs> a flat track. There's nothing really to see at the time. But now that the more that I think about it, it's actually was pretty involved. And I'm sure that they got a kick out of it. It's as much as mm-hmm. we got a kick. I mean, the Haunted Mansion is an icon. It's, un, you know, it's untouchable. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But uh, that's cool. The only beef we ever had was with, um, we had like a semi beef with the Jungle Cruise. Like it was in good, Ooh. it was good natured. <laughs> Those fuckers. Yeah, we were like, whatever. Uh, at least we put our vehicles in gear. <laughs> Skipper <laughs> would, ooh, yeah, Skipper would pro- take it. I hate to, I don't, I don't mean to throw him out of the bus, but I think Skipper would probably go on the side of the Jungle Cruise on this one. I, oh, I would probably agree. Yeah, but it was a playful, like it was all good natured because there were there were some movie writers who were Jungle Cruise skippers first and vice versa. But the the big beef we had was with Kilimanjaro. So far as everybody we hates like, Kilimanjaro, <laughs> yeah. they were like, they're like, I want to play. I'm like, go away, Kilimanjaro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're the yeah. worst, and they're getting worse. And I, I'm sorry, this bothered me. I went last night. They're putting jokes in the Kilimanjaro safaris. Oh they no! Need to stop. Oh, they need no. Stop. Do they think they're the Jungle yeah. Cruise? Yeah, they're like, like, or you'll be going through like the Safi River where you're going through the the uh, hippos, and they're like, and we're gonna see what's just around the river bend. And you're like, stop, uh, shut uh, it down. And I just now. ran over, I just ran over a deer, or I just, right. <laughs> you just shut it down. You are in yeah. Africa. But at the end, they're like, hey, you should go check out Pandora. I'm like, just shut up. There's no uh, Pandora in Harambe. Shut up. Here. I wonder if it's the same. Uh, so in the 03 revision of the ride, the rehab, the, they destroyed the, the script got really bad and it got really hokey and cheesy. So originally the script was supposed to be like the Jungle Cruise. It was supposed to be cheesy. And then they they nixed it at the last minute and to make it a little bit more informative. And that's where your tour got. I totally like there was like supposed to be playful banter with James Cagney. And I'm like, don't do this. Don't do this to yourself, please. So they changed it. But uh, in 03 after I was gone, they changed it again. And it's like this, this bane of existence for all movie writers who are like, what is this? What is this, this awful mess of garbage that I have to speak? Um, but the, the Kilimanjaro, they're, they're, it's just because it's a newer attraction. We always gave him a hard time. He was like the freshman to the, you know, senior class in, in the nerdy Disney you know, yeah. family that we are. Um, so there's some, I would say there's a couple good cast members that I st- think still work there, but I don't like what you're saying, like making it hokey. I mean, I remember going for cast preview in 98 and it was like, Hey, we just shot a baby, <laughs> we just shot a yeah. baby elephant, little red or whatever. Oh yeah. And then they got rid of yeah. that quickly. And then, uh, and now I guess it's a little, a little hokier. Yeah. They're, Not- and I don't think it's probably scripted. I think what, probably what happened, this is my fate. I think. They don't know what they're doing over there right now when the script, like when they got rid of the poaching whole thing, I think they just kind of left them out to dry 
you got nothing now. So it's a lot of improvising and they're improvising with jokes and like other Disney references. Like there were other, one of the guys did like references to like the Haunted Mansion and stuff, you know, a lot of just Disney references, which don't belong in that ride. You know, it just doesn't need to be there. So I'm like the, I'm, oh, it, it literally, nothing grinds my gears more than that. Yeah, that feels weird. It's almost like, hey, don't forget to pick up your poncho. You know, don't forget to grab some merch Ugh. on the way out. Yeah, type don't of thing. do it. That's a bummer. Don't do it. Yeah. So lots of bummers about the I, uh, the uh, great movie ride closing. Everybody's going to pour out a little liquor. Mm-hmm. Into my mouth. Yeah, that's for sure. And the, the closing weekend, um, everyone's getting together, like coming from around the globe for a big celebration. There's a lot of these off-site reunions that are going on and so it's kind of cool it's kind of get like the you're getting the old gang back together yeah. all five thousand of us are you, are you gonna are you gonna participate in one of them are you going back to florida or anything? yeah i'm trying i really i'm trying hard um i have to be in so my other handle is a i'm a big runner and uh so i'm i was invited to do a race in canada that weekend and i'm trying oh. to figure out a way to, to maybe red eye it to at least be there on the 13th so that I can just ride it a couple times. But I, you know, guys, to be totally honest, I'm not sure I'm going to ride it. And here's the thing, because when I left, I left in 02, I wrote it once in 09 for the reunion with the new script. Mm -hmm. And then I haven't seen the TCM stuff because I don't want to, I kind of don't want to remember, I kind of remember that the way that I remember it. And is it going to screw me over if I ride it on the 13th? So I might just go and, hang out yeah. on dock or just see a lot of friends I haven't seen in years. I mean, er- everyone's going to be there all day, maybe see universe of energy one more time, but there's really no need nope. to do that. Um, so I, I, I don't know. You tell, you tell me internet, should I ride it? Should I not? You tell me and I'll do it. Yeah. Tell, do like a poll should. on, uh, WDW tales, uh, Twitter poll. You should do a Twitter poll. Yeah. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. I should um, do that. I will have I have fast passes on the thirteenth to ride the great movie ride. Nice. I will be riding it on the last day as long as we go, you know, from, yeah, I, barring other plans. But I do have plans to ride it on the thirteenth. I also I so I, I just if if the fates align, I do have fast passes as well on the thirteenth. So if I am able Man. to get there, but we don't know. We have to yeah. have a little uh, meet up with. Uh, yeah, uh, that'd be cool. Do it. Yeah, that would be t- super legit, guys. A new Twitter poll. Should we have a meetup on the 13th uh, for honorary and real great movie writers? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That'd be that'd be cool, guys. I appreciate that. Awesome. Well, any last uh, questions or anything for Justin before we uh, let him go and do his uh, real life? I have two. I have two questions. Hit me. And go. All right. Start with the second one first, and then the oh, first one. Always. Start at the beginning, and when I come to the end, I'll stop. Okay. But, uh, well, no, there's just two that they're kind of like rumors or legends, or I don't know if it's true or not, so I figured I'm going to ask somebody that might know. The first one Woo-hoo. is, is it the real saddle from the searchers that's on the John Wayne horse? Because I heard that that was the actual saddle on the animatronic. So I've heard a couple of things. I heard the saddle and the rifle, but what we've always known to be true and what we've been told is the belt buckle oh. is john wayne so uh everything is fake except for the belt buckle or okay yeah uh the second part is along the same lines with the plane in the casablanca 
that that was the actual uh, plane from the movie and that the other half is on the Jungle Cruise? So that is a great question, and that is also um, uh, an old wives' tale. It's not from Casablanca, even though one of the original scripts said to say it. So we used to have filler material if you had to wait, and one of those was, was about being in Casablanca. It actually isn't, but the other half of it is in the Jungle Cruise. Right. So it was just a bit of, a, of an airplane that they found somewhere, and somewhere along the line, some Imagineer came up with, uh, oh, this would be a nice little thing or just like the hidden mickey in gangster alley which was never approved and just kind of made it its way there um it could just be that no one um no one ever really kind of uh disputed it up until you know wow. maybe the, so we're just the, being fed a whole thoughts. bunch of lies oh yeah totally but uh <laughs> yeah but i will say that uh oh, yeah of course um but it's the movies it's not lies <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's imagination. Good uh, anything. Fantasy. Anything can happen it's in the, the movies. Right. That's right. It's the world to make believe. So <laughs> well, I'll leave you guys with this. Johnny Weissmuller, who swings both ways, by the way. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be here all night. Uh, he does, actually. Uh, so the big, <laughs> question, the big question, you just got that? Chucky that just, just landed? got it. Just landed. <laughs> We're going to wait a minute. Um, so the big question was, is he anatomically correct? Because he just wears a loincloth. So, and it was a big... <laughs> And some people see Rhiannon definitely wants to know the answer to this. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everyone, lean into your speakers because I'm going to drop some some knowledge on you. Uh, so that was a big question because no one had ever seen his loincloth off. I saw his loincloth off on a ride on a show. Uh, it kind of ripped open. He is not anatomically sure. correct. He is not. Damn it. He's he, there's, you there know is, what? This ride yes. can just be shut down now. Yeah. There yeah. is well a, bul a bulgous a bulbous you know feature, mm -hmm. but there's mm -hmm. no. There's like no Ken doll style. A mound. Yeah. It's a mound. There you like go. Like Rhiannon's mound. <laughs> well, at least now, Rhiannon, you don't have sweet to Sweet and salty? Yeah. Rhiannon was asked last week, we were all asked what item we would like to take from the great movie ride. And uh, I thought maybe for a second, Rhiannon would have to change her answer to a Tarzan. But no, she will not. Guess not. No. No mound for her. Wow. Well. well, that was a great, a great memory to uh leave us with we would like to thank justin stone from the wdw tales podcast and a hell of a handsome man i like to think i am well, uh yeah guys, like, good. <laughs> i i really appreciate this guys this was a lot of fun to talk about it as as uh just a quick you know kind of thing is uh it, it really everybody says the but, you know, everyone has their 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 favorite attraction and what their attraction means to them. But this this is a different feeling. It really is. It's like you're you're losing, you're literally losing kind of a little piece of yourself. And that's echoed from the cast members of 1989 to 2017 to today. Everybody's kind of feeling that same feeling, and no one knows how to explain it, but everybody knows how to feel it. So it's nice, and it's a little bit therapeutic to talk about the the fun that was the great movie ride and not just the ride itself but all the things that you did outside the ride because of the relationships you met pleasure island and oh. just away yes. fireworks um you know lots of different now things, skipper's so. gonna start crying yeah i'm already falling <laughs> over here those are a few of my yeah, favorite so, things so i appreciate it but you know I, i'm gonna keep posting um some backstage pictures at wdw tales on my my twitter i keep meaning to get instagram up and running and i keep forgetting i, I think there's some stuff on that. there it's like, like who? Yeah, who wants to have like seventeen accounts? It's like, I yeah. don't understand. Oh, that does remind me. I did post something. This is not movie ride related, but something during the time. If you go way back to my Twitter, there was a guide map of the Hercules parade. 
And the way it was Hercules with a little kid and Hercules was flexing and there was a statue of Hercules from the parade in the background. And if you look at the map, it looks like the way his pinky is centered on the statue. I'm uh, listening. It, you just go check it. Go check out my Twitter. It's a couple of weeks old, I think, but you'll take a look at it and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so there's also a magnet of that did the same thing that they actually sold. And I have to find that and I'll post a picture of nice. that. So, yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of hidden wieners at the studios. A lot in the movie yes. ride. Lots in the movie ride. Disney actually. in general. A lot of a lot of hidden wieners in Disney. Yeah, I mean, God bless them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe, that, uh, maybe that's the next book that you guys should put out. <laughs> yeah, screw hidden Mickey's. Yeah, screw hidden Mickey's. Yeah, Disney's hidden, hidden wieners. Hidden, hidden wieners. That's a wainer. Yeah, there's. All right. That's there's, there's, the there's a market more. for that. Hidden wieners. There's a market for that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, anyways, awesome. thank you, Justin. No, thank you, guys. Thank this you. was great. Yeah, and, man. Uh, thanks. Yeah. And I hope to be on again because this was a lot of fun. I appreciate yeah. it. Now that Absolutely. you know our Skype, just call anytime. All right. Well, ready when you are, CB. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, guys. Oh, you too, buddy. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, bye. Awesome. Well, that was fun. Glad we yeah, got to have a cool. little Justin action. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, make sure the whole call didn't drop. All right. Uh-huh. Let's see. We will quickly run to Ask Sour Boner. Well, wait a minute. Skipper oh. Richie. What? what you put you? something on here. Hang on. You put something on here. I the 10 longest Disneyland wait times this decade. Yes. I added really? a few notes. Thought that we so, do a lightning round of this thing. All right, go for it. Uh, I have to click on the link. <laughs> Uh, nope, that's not the one that I wanted to click on. Hold on here. Which one is it? He's porn. Literally, Richard's Richard's caught in a tornado. Yeah, right. I'm like, I don't know what to look at right up, now. Top of pops. Um, okay, so uh, Star Tours, 150 minutes, December 21st of 2015. Longest verified wait time was 108 minutes, July 16th, 2011. Uh, oh, this is one of those stupid ones where you have to go to the next page and deal with a lot of other crap. <laughs> Uh, Matterhorn bobsleds, 150 minutes is what they quote are what it was posted at one ni- or on June 19th. The actual verified time was 95 minutes on June the first of this That's year. Surprising! It seems these don't seem that long. No, they really don't. <laughs> I expect uh, it to be like 390 minutes. Right? Well, and I, this doesn't obviously this doesn't. Oh, well, I guess we're counting to the highest because uh, oh. the next one is Indiana Jones Adventure, 175 minutes. Uh, posted on December 29th. The longest verified was 99 minutes on January 2nd. Uh, let's see here. Splash Mountain, uh, 180 minutes on May the 20th of this year. Uh, verified was 101 minutes um, October 21st of 2011. Let's see here. Grizzly River Run, 180 minutes is what was posted on May the 2nd. But the longest verified time is 111 minutes. That was on February the 15th of 2016. Uh, Space Mountain posted 190 minutes on January 3rd of 2017, but the longest verified is 177 minutes, December 26th of 2015. And let's see here. Goofy Sky School. 200 minutes was posted on October 13th of 2015, but the longest verified for that was 70 minutes on 20, uh, January 3rd of 2013. Soaring Around the World had a 210-minute wait. I'm just going to keep going with the most, oh, just to get this over. Radiator Springs, 240 minutes. 
That I believe. Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy, three hundred minutes. Why? Because uh, they only put off like twelve people every ten minutes. Because <laughs> it's great. Because that ride That's is fun. What... It's not anywhere near that anymore now. Somebody's like saying... you can usually get on within about an hour. But you know that opening weekend, it was busy. Yeah, it doesn't. I can't imagine it has a super high capacity, seeing as though there's only like what four shafts. <laughs> yes, there are only four Talk. shafts. <laughs> Shaft. <laughs> There you go, Rihanna. That was for you. They're long, deep shafts, though. Long, deep shafts. They go all Perfect. the way yep. Oh, they're tight. All right. Now we will go into hashtag Ask Sour Boner. Sour Boner for Rihanna. Okay. Um, the Jungle Cruise. Jen has two ends. Would like to know, as Disney podcasters, which the three of us are, okay. have you ever... What? <laughs> Have you ever crossed the streams and run into Disney vloggers while in the parks? Hashtag Ask Sour Boner. And you'll like it, Skip. There's a uh, gif of uh, from Ghostbusters where it says, don't cross the streams. Oh, that's cool. I need to find it just for that. Yeah. What day July, was this? July 27th on Ask Sour Boner. Have you ever run into any, Rhiannon, any uh, vloggers while you're in the parks? Uh... Well, yeah. I mean, not like I didn't go and talk to them because whatever. But the last time I was in the parks was the studios and we walked past the trackers. So, yes. Yeah. Actually, I didn't I notice it. It wasn't until Dismadul, as I like to call him, um, was like, yeah, we just passed him. And I'm like, what? I turn around. Sure enough, like there's Dismadul. Yeah. And there's Tim Tracker, like, you know, with like a bunch of like, getting pictures taken with him. And I'm like, I, used, I said to him at the time, I'm like, how many people right now are walking past this situation going, oh my God, this must be some kind of celebrity, but who? And then if you had to explain to them who he actually was and just the eye rolling you would receive, like, yeah. YouTubers are getting very popular. There's, very there's popular. an entire convention it. For people that do YouTube, and it's crazy. Oh boy. The yeah. uh, when the when I went to Disneyland, like I guess like a month and a half ago, it was that same weekend, and we I didn't know that that's what was going on. But when we got to the hotel, you would think that you know one of the biggest like rock stars or movie stars in the world was staying at the Marriott across the street from the Disneyland because. It was just like there were little kids everywhere, like little girls and little boys just screaming and, you know, like, and it was funny because there weren't even like limousines. It was like just like, you know, somebody's car would drive up to get off at the hotel and then this guy would get out with a little like video camera or recording on his phone and everybody would be freaking out and they'd be like, oh my God, it's so and so. So weird. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, like, we're not my kids are growing up. Yeah. My kids are growing up with there isn't a huge distinction between like because of the way we watch TV now, there isn't a big distinction between YouTube shows or YouTube people and like the Disney Channel and like they kind of see it all the same. They're like, you want to watch Disney Channel, some YouTube or ABC like they're not growing up with this whole distinction between internet people and real quote unquote real celebrities. 
So I, I think that's only going to change, and it is odd. And I, I think it's not good news for <laughs> quote unquote real actors because I think it's going to drive down like salaries and stuff rather than the other way around. Probably right. if they can just grab somebody off t- off the street. Uh, so I don't know. It's interesting. But to answer the question, I uh, I have uh, the the you brought mentioned uh, Tim and Jen Tracker. I was in one. I met up with them once and did a video with them maybe like three years ago now. Um, and I've run into them several times. Uh, so I've definitely run into those guys. And I also just happened to run into, um, they're called like Peas and Carrots, is a, a vloggers that I ran into at, um, uh, it was actually when we were there for uh, the D Run K that ended at uh, Cava de Tequila. And so I was in one of theirs. Um, those are the two. And I happened to meet, see, at, I wasn't uh, Adam the Woo and uh, Spokesman would be the ones that I've run into. Now you're just name dropping. I'm answering the question. Mm-hmm. These are all the people that I know and meet at the parks when I go all day long, all the time. Yes. Have you vloggers while in the parks? No. That's the answer is no. That's the ones I have. Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. Um, Dean. From Adventure is Out There Travel, C.T. Mickey Man would like to know, uh, from last week, Giant Cocktails were... (laughs) Hearing Dean talk about Giant Cocktails is pretty Mm -hmm. funny. Giant Cocktails work best in Toy Story Land, shrunk to toy size, so oversized drinks make sense. That would be great. Huge thimble or something. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. Actually, great idea. They could actually make like a whole water ride. Like a whole, you know, not water ride, but like a water park. Based on that, or you're just at a bar. It's too bad that um, I think we, we may have mentioned this before, but it's too bad that like at the Bugs Land is probably going away because how great would it be if they had like big water balls that you could drink out of, like they do in the movie? You want, yeah. You just want to put balls up to your Bloody mouth. Mary, O positive. Yeah, that'd be great. We talked about that opening that bar that they yeah. hang out at. Yeah, that would be great. So good, good call, Dean. Um, Drunkies Internet would like to say, uh, based on my quote, surprisingly strong performance in episode ninety-one, how long until a Rhiannon Skype handle appears? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> hey, I fixed that now, sort of. Yeah, good job. Sort of. You dropped out once during the uh, interview, right? So I figured out what was happening. Um, it was that my phone depending on where I am in the house, reconnects to the Bluetooth in my car. And And so had I been sitting in my car with the engine on, I could have been hearing you and talking to you, but I was not. So I fixed it for the other day. I was had some time and I went back through some old, just to hear what some of the old episodes sounded like. And (laughs) the one I happened to click on was the one where Rhiannon was in her car because uh, the oh, yeah. drunk driver just crashed into your uh, into your house. <laughs> yeah, that was just <laughs> like, like a year and two weeks ago, or something crazy. It's pretty. Overall, it, that was a pretty funny. It's just it it was fun to go back and check out some of the other stuff. Like mm-hmm. we, we, there's been quite a few episodes. This is it's kind of fun to go back and check them out. Let's see, designated Disney dad would like to know. Uh, he found a, he's linking to an article called the coolest secret bars in the world. You know, that's kind of a trend lately to put like mm-hmm. these, bars, like 
in the middle of a furniture store or something. Um, so he wants to know, they've agreed to let you put a three o'clock uh, parade secret bar anywhere on property. Where do you put it? Hmm. Secret bar anywhere on property. I know where I would put it, so I will go ahead and answer first. Yeah. Go my for it. Favorite, and people call me crazy for this, but my favorite You're crazy for this themed area is Restaurantosaurus. Yep. It is themed to this is where the interns, this is like their Disney College program bunks this is where they live and play and hang out so it's like a dorm feel and i love it in there the music's great the feel is great and there's so many cool details and i would love it if like there was a little door that you could you know knock three times on and somebody would open it and you go in and there's like a cool bar in there so that's where i would put the secret bar anywhere on property at disney's animal kingdom in restaurantosaurus it's a good one. Can it be on the roof? Oh, I love where you're going. Mm-hmm. There are already chairs up there. Which, which do you like better, Harambe or Anandapur? Harambe. 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 Drinks out for Harambe. Skipper. Dick Ritchie, do you have an East Coast or West Coast version of this? Uh, I'm going to go to the West Coast just because I've we kind of talked about this, and it's not the catwalk bar, which would be great, but that really wouldn't be hidden. But the uh, where the bakery was next to um, the Brown Derby, I want them to open that as a speakeasy and reopen the bakery so people can still go in and buy, you know, cinnamon rolls or whatever the hell they want. But then all of a sudden they'll be like, you know, if you know the secret password, then you can actually get in behind and go to my hidden bar. That's what I. That's what I want. That's what I would. Nice. Do. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> everyone's favorite robot drunkie has four in a row, so I'm just gonna go ahead and rapid fire these four in a row from robot drunkie. Hashtag ask sour boner. Do you think DHS will have a mini? Iron lights with or without Siemens this holiday on the new (laughs) Grand Avenue by Muppets. Ask Sour Boner. And according to other holiday shows, do you think DHS will see with all the construction? Jingle Bam, Jingle Bam already announced. Robot Junkie also wants to know, keeping in DHS, beer line tap house with beer threatened beer availability. <laughs> yes. Meat potatoes, beer, Skipper. Meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. That's my feet. Robot Drunky finally would like to know, it's humid in Florida. Who wants to lube me up so I don't roast? Does this require a boating trip with Drunk at Disney? Asking for a friend. No. I've never said that before. A4AF would be like a short acronym for asking for a friend. I like it. Let's see. 
Before we move on, I would like to break for a moment to go to a new segment of the 3 o'clock parade. Uh, that is the 3 o'clock parade Fantasy Football League Minute presented by Colin, 3 o'clock parade beat reporter. Now, Rhiannon, you're going to need to pay attention to all of these what? segments. Sports from balls? Week, week to week, you are involved in the 3 o'clock parade Rum Runners Fantasy Football League. So you need to pay attention to all of these updates by Colin as uh, they may involve you. So you need to pay attention. So, okay. Skipper to Gritchie, if you will, could you uh, set us up with a little on-the-spot report from Colin, the 3 o'clock parade beat reporter? Sure, here it comes. This is 3 o'clock beat reporter Colin reporting live here on the interwebs with the commissioner of the newly formed Rum Runners Fantasy Football League. Let me be the first to welcome to the show His Highness, Mr. J.R. Toasty Man, a.k.a. the Colonel, a.k.a. the Rum Runner with the biggest arms, a.k.a. Mr. Jamie Rosemary. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on and the warm welcome. Good to be here as always. I'm looking forward to a fun and exciting week this year. And next, but certainly not least, we have the monster, the monorail challenge champion, the beautiful, vivacious, Miss Raising Las Vegas, Christina. Thanks. I am proud to be part of such an elite organization, and I look forward to schooling all you internet sub guys as well. Okay, that's a good amount of confidence, Christine. I look forward to competing with you. Oh, Colin, you must have spent too much time up in the air because you must be high. You're not going to enjoy this because I'm coming for you. Okay, for me. All right, uh, Jamie, uh, can you give us a breakdown of the league format and maybe the, the general rules? Yeah, sure. I mean, for anybody that's familiar with fantasy football, it'll be pretty, pretty familiar here, but... You know, we draft five players, and as goes the performance, so goes your team. Uh, it's going to be uh, one quarterback, two running backs, uh, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, a defense, and a uh, and a kicker. We'll use um, half point per reception, but otherwise sort of standard um, standard scoring. And the draft is the day season starts on September sixth. Looking forward to it. Nice. Oh, that sounds good. Is uh, is Christina going to help enforce the rules as well? Listen, the she only reason I'm the commissioner is because I got hosed by you, and so yes, what I will be enforcing the rules. Me? I don't know how I'm on the shit list already. I'm on a lot of shit lists, but I didn't know I was on yours. Um, what what are Jamie? How what do we have so far with uh, team names, and uh, what do we got set up here? Anything good so far? Yeah, we've got a lot of owners, some good folks. We've got four divisions. We've got the Space, the Thunder, the Splash, and the Everest divisions. Uh, and uh, we've got uh, Christina with her Monster Squad, uh, Super Weenie Hut Jr. with Slime's Half House Super Weenies. Uh, Safari Mike is, is joining us from the Everest division, the Coastal Leaps. And uh, getting goofy, Rosen first down. And our very own drunkie with the Bellow Street Brawlers. But we've got a really good crew. It should be a lot of fun this year. I see. And and what I've been told is there's going to be some uh, helpers, some sort of uh, subordinates to each team. Has any of those been selected yet? 
Yeah, subordinates is a good word because these folks will have no actual authority to do anything uh, other than uh, uh, sort of be the mascot. It'll be fun having him around. I know uh, Crimson Tide Dan is going to be on Drunkie's team. Yeah, he's definitely and, a mascot. Uh, there's lined up as well. Good, good. Um, did uh... I, I still can't believe that I was climbing a mountain and somehow Rhiannon was ripped out from under me. Oh, that's why you're mad. You were a little busy and couldn't pick up the fiery redhead that, uh, you know, uh, is now, uh, what, what do we call them? Subordinates? Mascots, Jamie, I think? That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> Listen, all you guys think with is your, um, well, your beer belly. And uh, I really wanted to have a powerful, smart female presence on my team. But then you all go claiming co-captains while I'm 12,000 feet up on a rock. And I get stuck with this inaudible organ and and a smart ass. And I, as from what I understand, not even really female. Oh, tough luck. I get Rhiannon, you get the liver. I'm pretty excited to impose my decisions on her all season. I think I'm even leaning toward naming us maybe the Bud Light Squad. I might even get crazy and go with Team InBev. Yeah, she's going to love that. Uh, look, having a team mascot is a pretty new concept. The legal counsel and commissioner for the league, first come, first serve, is really the only way to make it work in there. Haha, <laughs> see, she's mine. You know, I'm not sure how she's going to feel about that. Yeah, well, you know what? Too bad. It's not really up to her. She's under contract with the show, and she's uh, henceforth refer refused to become a voting member of the Rum Runners. I think she's going to be rethinking that when you go with Team I Heart Red State. Oh, that's a great one. I, I think she'll love that one. Oh, shit. Oh. Well, look, folks, we, we still have a few sport, uh, a few spots open for team helpers, team mascots. If anybody wants to send a suggestion to team name, uh, we'll think adding in to the league. Oh, that sounds great. Uh, well, thank you both for your time, and I'm, I'm looking forward to imposing my fantasy fortitude on both of you this season, in football, that is. I can't believe I got stuck with the liver. I, it can't even run. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and sign off now with the same question I ask everyone. Uh, so, Jamie, uh, what's your favorite uh, long-stem green vegetable? Well, I can tell you what it's not, and that's motherfucking kale. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to put asparagus. And uh, do you have an answer, uh, Miss uh, My Teammate's a Liver? Until next week's episode, this is the 3 O'Clock Beat Reporter signing off live. Rhiannon, you are being fun over. Well, in Livy's defense, I mean, I can't run either, so. <laughs> so, good. What, what we're learning is that Christina, the monster, the monorail challenge champion, Really wants you on her team, and Colin's gonna. Looks like he's trying to hold you, uh, hold you to his team, Red State or Imbev or Bud Light or whatever. Yeah, and so to which I respond, um, I, I get no say in this because I know who I would choose, Christina. Well, 
Well, we'll stay tuned. We will have reports uh, as the season goes on and as we get closer from Colin. As uh, right now, I know that there's teams for the rip for the liver. Skipper Dick Ritchie is involved as a as a team uh, mascot. Uh, I'm in there. Rhiannon. So we're going to see who else uh, from the three o'clock parade. Sour Boniverse ends up in the league. So thank you, Colin. Uh, we'll jump back into some S Sour Boner. Livy wants he has a Polly's choice. And it's probably the worst Polly's choice of all time. Oh, man. Skipper, are you still with us? Oh, I'm here. So we need to fast pass, refurb, or demolish the Haunted Mansion, Jungle yes. Cruise, and Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm ready. All right. I'm going to fast pass Haunted Mansion. I'm going to demolish Jungle Cruise. I'm going to refurb pirates to like, you know, get some feminism up in there. And like, no, I'm kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'd probably still do the same thing, but refurb pirates to get Johnny Depp out of there. How's that for feminism? Hey. Bam. Bam. Bam yep. was right. Bam. Um, I wanted to ask you this. I forgot. I wanted to ask you this during the uh, great movie ride segment, Rhiannon, when we talked about talking about feminism and Disney rides. He talked about how there used to only be male gangsters. Are you okay if they keep something like acting and like something like that, like just males doing that? Um, I mean, if you have a legitimate reason, then I'm okay with it. I think that, you know, if you if you were saying that the the character that you're playing James Cagney, well, then yeah, okay, fine. It, it I guess should be a man. Because if you were casting a movie of a biopic of James Cagney, it would be a man. Um, but for yeah. the generic role of gangster, no, I, 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 yeah, I think it could be a woman too. So, screw yeah. it. For sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, I would definitely, I think what I'm going to do for the Polly's Choice is I'm going to fast pass Haunted Mansion. I'm going to... Damn refurb the jungle cruise to make it maybe at, change some of the uh animatronics I'd like to upgrade some of the animatronics possibly especially some maybe add some more animatronics when especially you have some of the uh natives and things like that and some of the hippos maybe change them around a little bit and that means that i have to say goodbye to the pirates of the caribbean which of the three I hate to say, is my least favorite of those three. I can tell you what we're not going to do, and that's get rid of Skipper to Richie's Jungle Cruise. Well, and I was going to say... Sorry. Are we... I'm assuming this is going on at the Magic Kingdom. Well, let's do Disneyland. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not an option. (laughs) Yeah, this has to be a. This is always a Disneyland. No, you can eat a dick. <laughs> you have to eat. What is your choice? No, well, that's why now my choice is that this happens at the Magic Kingdom, and then I don't care what you do. Um, yeah, because I, I, that's God. That's really tough. Um, I'd have to fast pass. Yeah, I, I might actually follow your steps on that one, Drunky, and fast pass the 
Haunted Mansion, Refurb, Jungle Cruise, and uh, sad to say, get rid of get rid of pirates. Oh, it's a shame. Yep. It's a shame, but thankfully we don't have to do either of them yeah. because uh, it's 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 this is uh, not true. But that would be the one. Uh, at the Magic Kingdom, I think my answer would be different, though. What would be the one of Magic Kingdom? Uh, I think I would refurb Pirates, get rid of Haunted Mansion, and Fast Pass Jungle Cruise. Mm. Or, no. Yeah, that's fine. That way, we still have a, you know, Haunted Mansion. It's just not there. I'm probably the only person who's going to uh, be able to answer this. Oh. Uh, is it do you have a favorite not, this is from know? this Florida life Danny this Florida life oh, no, who I've is, got an answer for this I'm ready you do I wasn't sure if you that would um, congratulations by the way to Danny from this Florida life she is expecting uh, she's calling it hashtag this Florida baby so congratulations oh, to I was going to say I'm also expecting because the mailman hasn't gotten here yet and I'm, there's a package <laughs> but I guess that's different that's a different kind of expense good for you Danny congratulations <laughs> yeah um she wants to know, do you have a favorite non-alcoholic beverage at Disney? I've enjoyed both specialty non-alcoholic beverages at Skipper Canteen. Is there anything else? Um, Skipper, what was the one you were thinking of? I was going to say the Skipper's Sipper at uh, Trader Sam's. And you even have the option to get it in a souvenir. Uh, it's not a mug. It's a plastic, you know, like sippy cup. But the, the Skipper Sipper is what I would suggest. I was going to say the exact same thing. Aha, so, uh, the skip. Oh, Polynesian Punch. Excuse me. That's the one that I like of the two oh, of the okay. of them. So, uh, I got it because uh, I tried it. Uh, it's the Polynesian Punch, and it, again, comes in that sipper at this Trader Sam's as well. So, so you want me to tell you my uh, life hack for the skipper sipper? What's that? Uh, Add alcohol. Yes. Well, that's the thing. If you get it in that little uh, takeaway sipper mug. You can walk out of, you know, off of the uh, hotel property and through the security gate and into the downtown Disney and parks area at Disneyland. Um, and they don't question you because, you know, it's just the skipper sipper. So what I usually do is I'll order that and a shot or two of rum. And then I just open it up and I pour my little shot of rum in and then I close it back up and I wave goodbye to the bartender. And they look at me like, man, you just shot that rum. And I say, yep. And then I take my little sipper skipper and just enjoy the day. So, there you go. Man. That's what I do at the airport. You know, you're not, you're not supposed to leave, like, the, uh, the little area, the little bar area. You're not supposed to, like, leave, yeah. go to the rest of the airport. I have been known to, uh, to take it with me, you know. In your service? Of... I'm not giving away all my secrets. And don't get me started with fairies. <laughs> uh so again congratulations to this florida life and there you go trader sam's uh is a fun place to go they do have some good non-alcoholic drinks i'm assuming uh jocks would have them too but uh don't never had one there although rihanna would say you want non-alcoholic go with bud light wop, wop, wop. <laughs> outer room gym with a very heartfelt ass sour boner. Um, 
he said, woohoo, congratulations. I had mentioned something about a milestone that we went through as a show. Congratulations. Honestly, do you guys realize you created a community? Thank you for letting us all join in. Hashtag S Sour Boner. S Sour Boner. I actually, that's my favorite part about this whole show. You Me know, too. when, uh, whenever we start discussing like what time we're going to record the show and which day, I'm always just like, oh man, I've got other things to do. But then I'm just like, wait, wait, wait. You know, we got to get together and kind of hang out and. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's cool for me, man. I love you guys. Well, I love you too. Buddy. And that's how it's so fun. I miss the like, listeners. You guys. And, and then, well, yeah. Not, not true. But, and that is how it started, wanting to talk to you guys. And then as, you know, pretty quickly, we started doing the Ask Sour Boner, and we started getting the people, like, really getting involved. And, and then it turned into submitting bits and submitting songs and just being a part of it. And... It really has taken on a life of its own with like the Rum Runners, and it really has become a really cool gathering spot for like the fun people of the Disney community. And uh, it it really is like you said, Skip. It is the best part of the show is, and like it's gotten other people together and formed friendships amongst just other other listeners. You know that oh, they've yeah. gotten together and become friends. yeah. So really, really cool. And I think it's fun because some of those friendships have also spawned other podcasts that I think have actually gone away right. now. But either way, they try. <laughs> and they're still out there. You, I think you can still listen to them. But either way. Yeah. I think it's cool. I'm like, yeah. And that's what's so fun is um, I've, got some other, I've been talking to some other people who might do some, some segments for the parade. I mean, it's yeah. just kind of like what a great gathering place for these things. I mean, I mean, just, just off the top of my head, I mean, you've got Dizwire, who's made so many songs, Dustin Verdon, of course, the godfather of, <laughs> of the, of parody songs, um, designated Disney dad. Um, who's last, so week, last week's song was great. We, we barely yeah. touched on it, but hashtag fan. Yeah. I need to, I need to release it as a standalone track. I just haven't yeah. had a chance. Yeah. Holly still is asking you to release his wait for it. As a standalone track. Which one? So, I, I, it was at the end of an episode, probably close to a year ago at this shit. point. <laughs> uh, I'll have to find it. it was, yeah, I'll totally do that. He's asked for it. It's called Wait for. I, I wish I could, we need to find it. Polly might know. So, Polly, if you're listening, let us know which episode it was, and we'll uh, we'll do it. Um, but now, you know, it's, it's such a great thing that we have 90 episodes now. Uh, I mean, but <laughs> we do have a lot, of, quite a back back catalog now. Yeah, we're getting close to 100. <laughs> I know that's pretty cool, and uh, like you said, Skip. Yeah, thankfully when we started, I, I tell people this all the time. They're like, when I hear people that do podcasts, they're like, oh, then you know, we record, and then we, and then we 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 spend about three or four hours editing it, and I'm like, that's where the burnout's going to come from. I think we do a good job of kind of keeping not, it where not editing it, uh, not going <laughs> to throw things out there, and uh, you know things like if Rihanna gets in a car accident, we just go ahead and talk about it rather than. Try to push through and pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Next week's episode will be interesting. Next week's episode? Next week's episode will be interesting. Oh, did we just get a spoiler? (laughs) Hashtag spoiler alert. Um, uh, Rhiannon, I know you said you've had people, like, hear your voice and kind of ask you about, uh, are you Rhiannon from the podcast? (laughs) Did you say that happened? No. no. Well, it was my voice. It was 
I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I one time, um, ironically, at Tune In Lounge, but I don't think it was my voice. I think it was more like, whatever, my hair and makeup or whatever I look like. I don't know. <laughs> but yes, Outer Rim Jim, and I got to be task with appearance. Um, as the Rum Runners have kind of taken on a life of their own, we did the the D Run K, the Matt the Radar Tech One K a while ago, and that's when I got to meet Outer Rim Jim, and uh, him and I guess I never put two and two together that he and Sarah Grafham were married. Mm. <laughs> I just saw them as separate people, and so it was <laughs> neat to meet these guys and um, uh, great great folks, and just met so many great people um, through the podcast. So yeah, I do. I realize it, and obviously Skip agreed that. The community is the best part. Oh, yeah. So thank you, Outer Rim. Even Skip, who, when we first started, said, never meet somebody from the internet, huh? has with Rum Runners in the park now. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Um, so, yeah, well, I had a long-standing rule that just computer people needed to stay in the computer. Because, you know, <laughs> there, was some, there was some weird incidents that happened when I lived in Florida. Oh, I found it. Yeah, here's the wait for it. Yeah, this one's really good. I'm sorry, Polly. I got to put... Gotta put that out also. That's We're getting great. down. So good. All right. Um, Skipper Dick Ritchie with an ass sour boner. Skipper Dick Ritchie, <laughs> they announced that it's the Lyft app that's going to power the minivans. And you say Lyft? Now, are you surprised? You don't like it? What's going on? Oh, no, it's great. I, lo- I actually prefer to use Lyft over Uber anyway. Uh, I just thought, because everything leading up to it was like, Disney's doing this, Disney's doing this, Disney's going to charge so much. Disney, 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 Disney. And now that it's not Disney, now that they're finding out that it's a third party, I wonder if there's going to still be that, like, you know, are we blaming everything on Disney because it's going to cost $20 to take this lift? Or is it now just a lift thing? And, uh, you know, the, uh, some people that I talked to were kind of, like, wondering if they were going to, if Disney was going to be able to use this to, like, you know, make up for something like if somebody misses the shuttle, if Disney's just like, no problem, let me just get you a minivan. But now it's not Disney running it. So Disney, you know, are they going to pay for uh, for you to take your lift? Or And, and I think it's, it's cool. They're, 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 their platform. Right. Their uh, app. Yeah. So, and, and that's the other thing is when you're at a Disney resort, are these going to be the only lifts that are available to you? Or are they going to be specifically... Uh, you know, notated as minivans and you can really use anybody that drives with Lyft in the area. I do have one concrete answer to that. Ooh, that's exciting. So I did see a screen grab of somebody who was using the service through Lyft and just like, you know, how in Uber you can do like Uber, Uber X, Uber Black. Oh you yeah. You pick which one. So in Lyft, and forgive me, I don't know their variations, but whatever, it's like regular blah, 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 and then minivan. Oh, so you that's can pick. cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So you can still use regular Lyft and, you know, pay the regular amount and not have to do the $20 base fare. Or you can pick minivan. That's cool. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So it does kind of answer, not concretely, but that the it isn't necessarily there to compete with Lyft and Uber as much as just a compliment to the transportation of Disney that if you feel more comfortable with a Disney vehicle, you can take it easily. And one thing that I thought was interesting, and again, I could be wrong on this, but 
I believe I did read this, that it's going to be offered. Like you don't have to have the Lyft app. You can also book it through the My Disney Experience app. So really it's just getting it out there in more ways than one, which I thought was a little interesting. But Yeah, it's like playing the odds. Yeah. Skipper Dick Ritchie with a follow-up. He wants to uh, – he saw a post by Josh EZWW that said, stop it with the secret menu items. I should not have to ask if there are items not on the menu. That defeats the purpose of a menu. And Skipper Dick Ritchie says he ranks that with the Derek Bergen e-ticket report and strollers. He says, forget about it. Let's talk about how fun secret menus are. I love secret menus. No. Secret menus are my fave. Vito. No way. They're great. It's a secret. So you, you can have a secret, whole secret bar or just a secret menu. Right. You I'm want torn. a secret bar that people don't know of. But once I'm you're torn. in the bar, you want everybody to know everything that there is going on. See, I'm too much of like a, you know, loser with PTSD of being a loser. And so I don't like secret menus because it feels like secret clubs and secret parties and like secret awesomeness that I was never included in. So I don't like that. It makes me feel really sad. Yeah, like what else don't I know about? Well, I mean, do you ever go someplace and try to order something that's not on the menu? No, I'm not an asshole. Oh, I must be the biggest asshole because that's my – I order shit off the menu all the time. Especially when I go to a bar, let's say a Disney bar, that doesn't serve a drink they used to serve, and I still want that. Or, you know, if I went to a bar that served a rum runner, but, you know, they serve it frozen, and then I make somebody make it for me, not frozen – uh, you know, I'm just saying, those are that's all secret menus type stuff. So yeah, I I can you know if you go to Trader Sam's or the Cove Bar, like they or um, Abercadab Bar, they have stuff that's not on the menu that you can that you can order. Uh, yeah, if you're but, like special enough to know about it, which I'm not. Or if so you're just willing to out. talk to the bartender and just be like, "Hey, mm, what's on no. the secret menu? What do you like yeah. to make?" I'm with no, Rhiannon. Like don't. sometimes you're not a schmoozer. Rhiannon's yeah, not a schmoozer. I, I'm all well, the time then, not a then schmoozer. That's what you get the regular bar for. Fuck you. You can't. There's there's too many. There's more things that you can make with different ingredients than will fit in a menu. Well, no shit. But if there's something special, God. Well, that's what I'm saying. I love it. Well, I think, I think it's talking Skipper to about off-menu. Not necessarily. These aren't secret drinks. I don't know. Well, like I mean, not- there are places. No, no. The, definitely they have secret drinks that unless you know they're there or know to ask, you can't get them. Because most yeah. Disney bars just have that standard, like, this is the leather-bound book or, you know, whatever that looks like leather They're getting book. away from that. They're getting away from that. Even at like the Pop Century, I was very impressed with what they're doing. They're offering many Pop Century centric specialty drinks, and I think yeah, that's, that's cool. awesome. And I'm for it. No, D- I different, it. different, different topic though. Um, Greg P. This is very interesting. Greg P. I had not heard this. Um, I believe Greg P. is a first timer too. Maybe by the way. Um. Greg P. would like to know, he heard a rumor that the producers of James Bond want to sell the franchise after the next movie. Should Disney buy it? And if so, what Bond park stuff would you want? Hashtag SR Boner. Anybody a James Bond fan? Well, currently, I think MGM or United Artists or something like that owns the rights to James Bond. 
Um, yeah, so, you know, if they want to sell it, that's okay. Uh, it talks to sell to a Chinese buyer. Woof. Um, yeah, sure, Disney should buy it. That'd be great. I mean, I guess the hard part is if the studios is really going away from, like, that Hollywood studio type thing to a more just California theme, that doesn't really lend itself to James Bond. Um, yeah. So you'd have to just put that in. You'd have to just have a certain section of like the United Kingdom at Epcot. <laughs> yeah. I uh, admittedly don't know much about James Bond. I mean, I know the I know it as a cultural phenomenon, like shaken, not stirred, octopus. Bond, and James Bond. Bond, yeah. James Bond, all that stuff. I know, I know that stuff, but I'm not. Uh, I don't know if I've ever actually watched an entire. James Bond movie, but you know, that kind of thing. So I would be interested to learn more and I would be really fun. It's something it's, I I love the idea of like, you know, the spy. It's awesome. It's a cool, it's just cool. Spies are cool or James Bond, whatever you want to call it. It's cool. So I'm for it. Yeah, me too. That'd be great. Sure. All right. Sarah Grapham has a, uh, a bonus, like a long... She, she'd like to hear our thoughts on this. She has a new idea for a progressive apps and drink upcharge event idea. Let's hear what she has to say. Use the small areas in the different scenes in Spaceship Earth. Run the time machines to bring 20, 12 to 20 guests to every scene every 10 minutes or so. Unload, serve, load, progress. Feasible and at what price point? That's a freaking great idea. First off. That would be like $1,000. Would it be that Am much more than, say, like the model one, though? Oh, like, uh, yeah, I mean, because the monorail, like, you're, you're accessing places that you could otherwise access. This is, you can't just, like, hop off the ride within Spaceship Earth. So that in alone, in and of itself, I mean, that's worth a shit ton of money. And then add in food and booze, fuck. I love it. It's pricey. I, I, I love, love it idea. too. I love it too. Yeah. But if you're asking, slap a price on that, man, it's going to be up there. Yeah, I'm. I love this idea, and I, it both. It just makes me think. I saw a thing on um, the WDW News today posted a thing where like Siemens. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, pulled out. <laughs> yes, keep going. Of the uh, the lounge that is in Spaceship Earth, and like Disney took over the lounge again. And I'm like, now I'm thinking, what a great place to like have the start. You go in there and you gather there, and that's and then they could take you into the ride. You board the vehicles, go up, you get out like in the Renaissance, and you get oh, I love it. You could eat. eat. You don't just have to think. And then when you're done with your with your round, you say you thank the Phoenicians. Cool. Mm-hmm. When they pulled out, did they leave a sticky glass or did they clean up? <laughs> did they want a glass uh, of water afterwards? <laughs> Would you like a glass, take a uh, glass of water? I love your idea, Sarah Grafham. You're a, a goddess among regular people. I don't know enough about this to 
to answer Bay Lake Spence, this guy's this is is this really just a humble brag that he just got back from Tokyo? He's saying one snack or meal on or entire restaurant that you would love to see at Disney World or Disneyland from an international park. Hashtag SR Boner. I just feel like that's a humble brag that he just got back from Tokyo. Maybe okay. either way. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I know enough to. Remy. Oh no, the Rels- the what is it, the Roosevelt Bar? Fine, just ignore me. No, Remy's. Thank you. Yeah, I'm in it. I w- the one thing I've seen really good quick service food. It looks like at Tokyo, so it's got to be somewhere for there. They don't they have. Where is it where they have, like, the Adventure – it's not the Adventure Club. It's called, like, the Explorer's Lounge or Explorer's Club or something like that. The Teddy that Roosevelt Paris? Lounge? That does sound good, though. Is that in, it's in Tokyo, right? That's in Tokyo, Disney Sea, aboard the SS Columbia. I'm in. Bring yeah, that. That's, that's what I was just trying to say. That's what I Bring said. Bring it. <laughs> this is interesting. Um Colin, the three o'clock parade beat reporter, uh, posted one from Roadies Roadies that said, "If you could take one object home from the Great Movie Ride that requires only one person to be able to move it, what would it be?" And it's interesting. That just makes me think of what Justin was saying, as well as other people, that they're installing cameras like all over the place to try and stop this particular thing of people like hopping out and uh, you know taking the ruby slippers or whatever else because. Um, Dude, like a gun of something like we were talking about uh, uh, the, the oh gosh I'm drawing a blank on his name the cowboy oh John shit. Wayne John Wayne John Wayne <laughs> drawing a blank John Wayne take his like rifle or something would be awesome yeah but I would I could never see myself doing something like that how about ever. just taking the like, little the thingy that like you know takes the sip out of the glass that's like the easter egg thing in the alien scene mm. you know that thingy mm. oh i'll like google it i don't know it's i i don't know how to describe it it's like a little toy that was sort of popular it's like it's just a little thing to have on your desk at work oh the little thing and that like, like it, tips down it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah 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 it's like almost like an ostrich oh, with a hat or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah i got you and there's one hidden. Yep. In the and end. Homer used it once. Right, to just keep hitting the same button on his computer. Yeah, and it yeah. failed, and then he almost blew up the whole town. It was when he got really fat, so he didn't have to go to work. He could work from home. He was wearing a moo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last couple here. We are just about done with Ask Sour Boner. So Ben Adramide Bowers wants to know, can we submit Ask Sour Boner questions to the Facebook page would help for questions that need more than 140 characters. As of now, I want to say no because I will not. Right now, all I do is do the hashtag check for Twitter. Um, I, I, I would much more easily forget. So, uh, Ben, I want to say no right now because I, I don't. In fact, then Rihanna would be really upset you're not doing the audio version. So just do the audio because she wants to hear that sexy voice anyways. Yeah, I was going to say, we can barely keep up with the ones on Twitter. Yeah. Um, that's one of the thing we're talking about the community. That's the one thing Derek Derek Bergen said when he when he came on on his invasion episode. He's like, I can't believe how many questions you guys get. Like, it. That's one of the fun things about the community is like they get involved in the show and it makes it really fun. Well, that, um, that's also what Brian Lamas people... with a Polish choice. Listen. Yeah, no. I was going to say when people actively listen and, and enjoy your show. 
That's what happens. <laughs> Derek Bergen. Uh, <laughs> it's the worst. I, Derek Bergen oh, is the worst. My gosh. E ticket report. E report is the worst. Um, Polly's Choice Flight of Passage, Exhibition Everest, Kilimanjaro Safaris. Oof. Woof. Uh, I'm not getting rid of Expedition Everest. I'm fast passing Expedition Everest because it's I love it every single time. And I hate to say this. I'm going to refurb Kilimanjaro Safaris to go back to focusing on the poachers. And I guess it's the newest one, but sorry, Flight of Passage is we're, we're going back old school. Gotta sorry, go. Pandora. Sorry, Pandora. All right. I'm going to fast pass Flight of Passage. Ooh. Yeah. I am going to demolish safaris. Oh, no. (laughs) What? I'm sorry to all the animals. We'll we'll relocate you first. They're going to a farm. They're going to live with Grandpa. Upstate. Upstate. Um, And I'm going to refurb Everest just to make it like five minutes even longer than it is. Yeah. It's gonna go twice. It's gonna be two loops. <laughs> all the animals. Oh, they went. Uh, they went up upstate to live with <laughs> on a farm. They ran away. That was always. That was what I was told. <laughs> what? Love what, the what? poachers won. Yeah. Oops. What happened to Skippy? Oh, he he ran away. Oh. We told you. We've been telling you for twenty years that these poachers are a problem. They finally did it. They killed them all. Skip it, Grinchy. I would save the animals, please. I would. Yeah, I am. I would fast pass uh, killing Jaws Safaris. I would refurb Everest to get uh, the Yeti, you know, back to yeah, its we, we original glory. And, and five minutes extra. And since I've never even been on flights of passage, I'm not going to miss oh, it. Oh, but once you do. Oh, it is I, fun. It's a good I, one. I don't even what I like how she said that more than anything. <laughs> that did not deter Last. me. <laughs> you ruined it. You fucking ruined it. Mission accomplished. <laughs> the final S sour boner for tonight's episode uh, is from Rhiannon's liver. Great question. Yes. Hashtag Gizmodo wants to know what's your favorite extinct Epcot song. Technically, imagination is not extinct. I was going to say. <laughs> one little Technically. spark. Technically. Oh, the one little spark part. Like, they don't do that part anymore. Like, the whole talking okay, part. Then... Yeah. Fine. I'll use that one, then. Mine is New Horizons for you and for me. And let's listen to the land we all love. Nature's plan will shine above. Those are my two. Did that go so, away? They changed it. Yeah, they don't do the song anymore. It's living with the land now. They got oh. rid of listen to the land. You know what else? Uh, you piece of shit. Sorry. I am looking for... Uh, what was the name of the one with the... Uh, God damn it. They were oh, all puppets. Skip- they were all puppets. Uh, they were yeah, food. Yeah, the Kitchen Cabaret? Yeah, Kitchen Cabaret. <sighs> that entire... Su- veggie, that- veggie, fruit, fruit. Right? Yes. Fruit. 
There are no substitutes for the veggie fruit. Fruit, veggie, veggie fruit. I had the uh, the the there album. It is. The I tape. have it right here. That's so good. I might. We may have to leave to the melody medley. Yeah, we, we can do that. Yeah, melody medley. The medley. Me- medley of melodies. The medley. Yep, that might be so, our. Uh... And you're right, uh, Livy. Thank you for that. Um, that leads us to the end of the show. Any final thoughts before we go away? Rhiannon, any final thoughts? Um, I'm sad that I'm not going to be able to ride Ellen's Energy Adventure one last time. Um, it was never one of my favorites. I'm not going to try and be some whatever, obnoxious fangirl and pretend it's awesome just because it's leaving. But I did enjoy it. And I would like to see it one last time, but I will not. So, tear. Weep. I did the other day, and it actually is just, it's better than I remembered even. It was that good. No, it was was good. It was never a bad ride. It just wasn't something I rode every single time or even every five times, so. No. It's almost the only thing I ever rode at (laughs) studios. I always made sure to ride that. Well, it's not at the studios, so. Wait. I thought we were talking about Great Movie Ride. No, I was yeah. seeing Ellen's Energy Adventure. I did ride Great oh. Movie Ride last time I was there. But I did yeah, not no. ride Ellen's. I'm, I don't remember the last time I was in Ellen's. Sorry. No. And even back when like Epcot was in its prime, it was the worst of the classic attractions. It was like the one that nobody, even then, like nobody really cared. And then Ellen was one of the few times where they actually did make it a little more interesting. They spiced it up a little bit. And then that motherfucker... I, I, I asked this the other day. Is there more of a dick move than Alex Trebek, who literally, like, immediately after they made the ride, he shaved his mustache off? So, <laughs> so it looked it just immediately. To, just to fuck with people? Just to fuck with people. He's like, oh, you're going to make a brand new ride, and uh, it's going to be there for, like, 20, for like 15 years. Uh, <laughs> now it looks stupid. Actually, I think Alex Trebek is one that looks stupid without a mustache, so... He's the loser. He's the loser. Totally. Are we anti-Alex Trebek? Because I kind of... Like no, I Jeopardy. love him. Yeah, I'm I was going to say. I like Alex I'm sorry. Yeah. I just like him better mustachioed. Yeah, me too. All. I'm with you on that. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I will say that um, I only ever dragged Mark on that ride once, and he fell asleep. It's telling. <laughs> <laughs> You guys were probably out at like uh, Jock Lindsay's to like close the night before, but yeah, who knows? It yeah, situation may have not been in his favor. Who knows? Yeah, uh, but it is telling, very telling. Skipper Dick Ritchie, any final thoughts this evening? Uh, just you know, I want to say a loving and hearty goodbye to Marty Squire. He was great. He. Uh, was an Imagineer that worked with Walt, and we lost him this week. And uh, that was pretty much it. A little downer at the end. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no, it is. That was a. That was a. That's a bummer. Yeah. Um, um, one of my favorite stories I, is about his window on Main Street at Disneyland. Uh, his when towards the end of his career as an Imagineer, one of his things that he was in charge of was actually the rules and making sure that people did get their windows um, at the Disney theme parks. And apparently, according to the article that I read, 
the uh, the rules are a little bit lax everywhere else except for at Disneyland. And at at wow, something just fell in the back. At Disneyland, um, you have to have you know been a really significant contributor to the company, and you have to have retired. You cannot have a current cast member and right. have a, a, a window. And uh, Marty was still working at Imagineer, and he hadn't retired yet when they proposed it, and it was supposed to be a surprise. And uh, from what I understand, he was all like, when it finally got to the point where they were going to let him know, he's like, well, no, can't be done because I haven't retired yet. But he did finally retire, and they put up his window, and uh, I went and took pictures with it over the weekend. So if you go to Twitter and you want to see what Marty's window looks like, it's above City Hall on Main Street at Disneyland. Uh, but from what I understand, he's also got he's got windows in like every other theme park made by Disney, which is pretty cool. It is cool. He had his hand in so many things. Oh yeah, he was everywhere. He he did he did everything. And the thing that I love is that even after he retired, he was still really active within the company. And you know, uh, he was always giving some sort of speech or talking at some sort of Disney event. Um, I uh, he was on the Disney Cruise Line the one time that I went and they actually had a, uh, an Imagineering panel where him and a few other people got up and, and spoke. And it was, it was cool to hear all those old, th- those stories, especially from people that actually worked with Walt. So, you know, I feel like we're getting fewer and fewer of, uh, of, uh, people that were there at the, you know, if not at the beginning, at least mm-hmm. during the time that Walt was there. So that was a bummer. It is. Yup. It is. Uh, and on that note, we will say goodbye with the kitchen episode. cabaret. What? With the kitchen cabaret. Oh yeah, and now live from the Land Pavilion in 1982. It's the kitchen cabaret. Woo. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye bye. And now the show that has the whole town cooking. The Kitchen Cabaret. Here's your hostess, Bonnie Appetit. Oh dear, it's time for another meal. Yes, there are days when I feel downcast and get the mealtime blues. If I don't plan a proper meal, my menu will be bad news. All the mealtime blues can get you. Every time you die, we all can beat that rat and end up feeling fine. So on those days when we feel downcast, we'll give you all some clues to work magic in our kitchen. Mm, yeah, and chase away the mealtime blues. Now the timing's right, the show's prepared. Let me serve it on up to you. Okay, crackpots, let's get cooking. Kitchen. As I 
To meet some beauties at this our rendezvous. We all come from the dairy with moving words for you. With grace and ease, here is Miss Cheese, a delightful array of curds. Your taste buds, I'll appease. I know how to please. It's known that I'm too good for words. Oh, isn't that right, big boy? Oh, it certainly is. It's nice to flirt with Miss Yogurt, the love of many gourmet. Your palate is assured and really quite cultured. Make a sour see no care on each and every day. Ah, but of course, often I dream of Miss Ice Cream, a beauty who's charming and sweet. Mm, I'm cool through and through, and I've got a double scoop for you to be with me, baby. <laughs> It's such a tasty treat. Now you have met my beauties. I think you will agree. These girls have such style and taste that's heavenly. 
Sorry, fellas. Well, here they are. A real hot act to have come to us from a successful tour of the breakfast circuit. Those breakfast buddies, ham and eggs. Home, home on the range, in the pan with the butter. That song? The one we rehearsed. No. As members of the meat group, we would like to sing this song. And cook you up some ditties as we're singing right along. At meals, our act is very keen. We're chock full of protein. The, the meat group can, can help you keep strong. Now we'll really beef up this act. Uh, speaking of meat, let's tell them what happened down at the chicken coop, eh? A hungry fox boldly walking through a hen house door. Too bad for him, he met a hen who stood at six foot four. He won't forget the licking. He got from that big chicken. Now, now he, he gets, gets his poultry from, from the store. <laughs> By the way, Mr. A. Yeah? Why was Chicken Little so upset the other day? Well, his mother fell asleep in a hot tub, and his brother was born hard-boiled. <laughs> One more joke like that, and we'll get the hook. Hook? Say, that reminds me. What about the fish? A school of fish grew tired of a bragging big mouth bass. Why get straight A's? He used to say, and so he would cut class. Oh, he should have stayed in school. A wine made him a fool. Now there's, there's a, a test he did, did not pass. <laughs> um, Mr. Eggs, whatever happened to that tuna you used to work with? Oh, sad story. She got caught being fresh and was canned. Hello, <laughs> Mr. Eggs. You're the first egg I've ever seen lay an egg. Oh, yeah? Let's finish up before you get us in real trouble. Yes, sir! At meals, our act is very keen. We're chock full of high protein. The, the meat group can help you keep strong. Uh, say, Mr. Ham, did I ever tell you about the time... Hold it right I... there. One more crack out of you and this act is finished. One more crack out of me and the yolk's on you. <laughs> that does it. We're through. Fine. There's plenty of good protein acts for me to work with. Oh, yeah? Like who? Cheese. Cheese is a great source of protein. Oh, I chatted to think about Beans. it. Beans. Now, that's good. Beans? Oh, nuts to you, Hammy. That's right. Nuts to me. Uh, Another excellent source of protein. I can't take it. What are you going to do with a guy like this? <laughs> I simply have to tell you that my friends who are singing are delectable. <laughs> Meals are divine as long as you can dine with fruit and vegetables. They're good for you, everyone. They make your meals a lot like of fun. Like a carnival. It's nice to be with fruit and vegetables. And now, ladies and gentlemen, those fresh, ripe performers, the colander combo and the fiesta fruit. There are no substitutes for we veggie fruit, fruit, veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit. You see, a balanced meal always wins with our vitamins. A and C, 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 fruit, fruit, veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit, veggie, fruit, fruit. My friends are exciting, just like fireworks igniting there. Incredible! Sparks always fly each and every time you try fruit and vegetables. They're inviting and delighting anytime you're with them. It's a treat, like a carnival. It's 
nicely done with fruits and Feeling good makes each day 